This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 971 a ticket. Open lines, 248-539-9797. Great to be with you here on a Friday in Detroit, a football Friday, and we've uh, had a lot of football talk. Uh, throughout the show, mostly lines related. We'll get to some college stuff this hour. But let's get back to your open line calls. We got a Bob next year on 97 to ticket. Hi, Bob. Hi, guys. Um, I, I wanted to make sense of uh, why the defense gets the uh, ball uh, when it's batted out. Okay, yeah, hey, just Bob, these. let me reset it for people who just tuned in. Um, typically, new audience at lunch. We just said that we don't understand the rule, and it was enforced last night, and it is the rule. Uh, when Justin Jefferson f- fumbled on the one-yard line, the ball rolled, actually went over the pylon, out of bounds. And when the ball is fumbled by the offense, out of the end zone anywhere, it goes to the defense on the 20-yard line. And mostly Kang and I, and a little bit of Gator, find this to be extraordinarily curious and overly punitive to the uh, to the offense. But anyway. So help, help us explain it away. Yeah. All right. So if you look at the football field, it's three different zones. You've got the end zones, and you've got the middle of the field, which is a neutral field. And then the end zones belong to either the offense or the defense. So when that ball goes through the defensive zone untouched, it becomes property of the defense. And, I mean, to me, it, it kind of makes sense because you're, you're protecting that end zone, and that ball is loose and goes through your end zone, so it becomes your ball. I can buy it. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best explanation I've heard. I still think it's too punitive to the offense. I think it's too rewarding for the defense, but I guess that makes sense. Well, but if it happens to your team, it's a good thing, right? Yeah, I try not to just judge it on whether or not it's (laughs) only good or bad for my team on a specific instance. Or whether I wagered on the game or not. What? Right. (laughs) Or if it's helped me at fantasy purposes. Right. So that that's the way I look at it, and I, I, you know, and I think that's what the rule's written for. So, but you, who knows? Yeah. Thank you for the phone call. Hey, you got the yards. <laughs> My only thing to that would be, which I, I appreciate the people trying to help us, Doug. I guess We've had a lot of feedback. You. Yeah, I've noticed. I'm open to it, but isn't it considered like the five yard line Vikings five yard line as well or the other team the defensive five yard line their yeah side of that, the field yeah so is that their property too or their land or I, I don't know I still find the rule kind of weird it's yeah. just I agree overly punitive and overly rewarding to one side uh all right so college football coming up tomorrow five o'clock in East Lansing just a reminder Spartan fans planning on watching this game you've been peacocked this week and <laughs> you have to subscribe Subscribe to Peacock. Hopefully you have a smart TV if you don't find someone who does. But just a heads up, Gator pointed out, it is only $3.99 a month. I know some... $3.99 or $4.99, I forget which, but yeah. Yep. And it was really easy. You know, if you got in Xfinity, you just speak into your remote, say Peacock. It shows up on the screen after a few seconds, and then it really just walks you through. It's like two steps to uh, 
you're just pressing a button like twice to, to get it. Also, it just charges your account rather than you having to go into the rigmarole of sending your email address and all that stuff. Also, Spartan fans, you have access to in-stadium alcohol. I believe this is the first game that they're selling alcohol at Spartan Stadium. I saw some report the other day that there were like 900 cases of, uh, from Budweiser that were being brought in. So they're getting ready for it. Yep. So some things to get to get used to. All right. And and as far as I know you asked on your show sheet, Gator, is there a path to victory? So it's going to be difficult. Let's <laughs> start with that. Um, a lot of times the anatomy of an upset includes a huge play on special teams. His Spartans come up with a big play on special teams, a block punt, a big return, something of that nature. Does, does Washington cough one up on special teams? Give Michigan State a short field. Um, so that's one thing is is try and win that facet of the game. I mean, you try to win every facet of the game. Uh, Washington is not a 50-50 offense. They've thrown for 944 yards in two games and rushed for 187. And I, I we always hear the phrase, sell out to stop the run and make them beat you through the air. Gator, is this the opposite? Sell out to stop the pass and make him beat you on the ground? I think that it's going to be a lot of you're hoping Michigan State's pass rush can get to the quarterback. And they've got players that can get there. Um, doesn't look like Jacoby Winman's going to be playing, but they've got others that can't. You know, Bogle is a guy that they really like. Uh, they've, they've got a, a bunch of guys and uh, defensively they can get after it. You're going to see a lot of play from the linebackers going in there blitzing you know Cal Halliday is going to have to get in there um you know Jordan Hall is going to get his opportunities uh to, to get in there but they're going to have to get in there quick Penix can make great decisions he's a really good quarterback he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks coming out after this season he shredded Michigan State last year he has shredded the two opponents this year um he's completed 73 percent of his passes he knows what he's doing. He's awfully good. But this is the real test for Michigan State's defense. It's it's an improved defense, but how improved is it? We'll find out tomorrow. I think that they can get home a few times, but will it be enough? The other thing is you got to score. You got to do your part. And Michigan State's offense, it's looked okay, but it's not like awe-inspiring offense. Like, here we go. Can't wait. And it, it's a little bit of a work in progress, but I, I like what Noah Kim has done. He's taking care of the football. He, he throws a nice pass. I think he makes good decisions. Uh, Daniel Carter is a running back has shown he's got a little something different. You know, this is a guy that is, he's at full speed right away and he's got cutting ability and he's got home run power. Once he hits the open field, I really like what Nathaniel Carter is, but they're going to have to have longer sustained drives that keeps Penix and that offense from Washington off the field. There's absolutely a path to victory. Um, they're going to be playing for each other, and that's going. there's going to be this whole unity theme that's been going on all week while Mel Tucker is away from the team and probably done with the team. Um, but they have they can get the ship back on in, in the right direction. They've got, I think, the right guy in the interim to do it. I don't think he's necessarily a long-term solution at head coach, but I think in the interim, it's a good hire. Bringing D'Antonio back should have some kind of a calming influence on on the head coach. Not necessarily the team, 
but I think on the head coach, because I got to believe Harlan Barnett right now is is all jacked up about what's going to happen. And he's been a guy to keep his emotions in check for the most part. But, I mean, it's his first opportunity to coach the team that he's always wanted to coach. In the end, it's probably too much Washington in this game, but it's going to tell us a lot about what Michigan State is moving forward because I, I think that this is a better team than, than people want to give him credit for, but Washington's one of the better teams in college football. So, yeah, they've got their defense has done the job, um, been rather impressive against Tulsa and Boise. Um, and Roma Dunze, I don't know if you remember him from a year ago, number one, their wide receiver. Yeah. He is back, and he is probably their best go-to weapon uh, to be leery of. So, uh, Spartan fans, do you see a path, a path to victory, and what is it? 